0: You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. And let's be honest, we did. 45 to 10 is when Arkansas beat Georgia Southern by and it is just so crazy that you are sitting at 3-0 and for the first time since 2016. You are ranked, and of course, that depends on just where you look, to, look at for being ranked and all that fun stuff. But you are ranked 16th in the AP poll. That's the one I'm looking at. 16th. 16th in the AP poll in football. Isn't it great? I mean, this this is... I don't know how long it's going to last. But listen, we are a quarter way through the college football season. And I know it's kind of depressing when you put it that way. But we're a quarter of a way through it. And Arkansas is 3-0 and and 16th ranked in football. And so it's almost like this whole new energy, this renewed energy, this rejuvenation that is taking over Razorback football and pinning it on the fact that how just how great everything's going. Now, you haven't started conference play yet. You will this weekend, which we'll talk about as this week goes on. But just to think about right now, how things are going and looking up and the trend, how everything's going upward. People are talking about you in a positive light, talking about your team in a positive light. I mean, it's hard to get anything better than this. And in this in particular game, it was crucial for Arkansas, of course, not only to win, but everyone wanted them to look good doing it. Like, against Rice to start the, begin, uh, the start the season in the first game. You looked really good in the second half, but you looked at crap in the first half. And after that game, it's kind of like, okay, well, hmm, you know, you, you you turned it on in the second half, but, you know, there's still some things that we didn't like. But well, then in Texas, from beginning to end, you just dominated, and it was against a big-time team, so everyone was like, okay, yeah, they got up for that one. They fixed their problems, they fixed their issues, and now look at them, they're rolling. And now in this game against Georgia Southern, you were going to be facing a team that had already been able to play two games this year. So you kind of had an idea of how good they were or how good they weren't, depending on how you look at it. But you could see, and if you watch what they did in their first two games or uh, had a chance to see some of the offensive issues that they had, you could tell that this team was not good. This Georgia Southern team is not good. It's not your typical Georgia Southern team. Uh, They're not good defensively. Their offense is stagnant. Just not good. And so knowing that, this was what it seems like the first opportunity in forever to where you knew you were going to be going up against a bad team. You had things rolling and you had things that you were confident in. And you wanted to come in and wreck shop. You wanted just to suffocate them from the get-go. You wanted to get after them defensively. You wanted to just basically do whatever you wanted to offensively. That's what you wanted to do. That's what you wanted to see. And for once, for once, we actually got that opportunity. For once, Arkansas took care of business from beginning to end, 45 to 10. It was over. And, it, you know, it even started, it wasn't like the slow start. In this first drive alone, it was incredible. Like, that was the type of drive you want to see to open up the game itself. You went four plays, 73 yards in a minute 12. Touchdown. Okay, <laughs> we'll take that all day long. Like, that's the slow starts that you had against uh, Rice and even in a little bit against Texas. So basically, it was just nice to see the team go in and dominate from beginning to end. And to open up the drive that way, you know, you didn't see that against Texas. You didn't get to see that against Rice. You got to see it here, and that was big time. So the rushing game was. Was a rushing game like you have Dominic Johnson have five carries for seventy two yards and a touchdown. Rocket Sanders ten carries forty three yards. You had Traylon Smith eight carries thirty nine yards and a touchdown. Uh, you know AJ Green seven carries thirty seven yards. Like you got to see the the four running backs that we had a chance to look at against Texas really get involved. And you saw uh, KJ Jefferson. Now this was the biggest one because we know the running backs are good. And we know the rushing attack's solid. You got a bunch of different weapons, but we haven't really had a chance to see. Arkansas open up the passing game with KJ Jefferson. And he goes 13 of 23 for 366 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. And the leading receiver for once, Traylon Burks, three uh, catches for 127 yards and a touchdown, of course. The majority of that came on one play where he scored from 91 yards out. And that wasn't a play made by K.J. Jefferson, mind you. That was just a great play by Prelon Burks, showcasing his ability, also having great blocking downfield. It was just great. That's the type of game that you would want to see. And that's the type of game that I think Arkansas really needed to get ready for Texas A&M as well. So either way, it was a really solid game for all intents and purposes. And we're going to break down a little bit more of some of the stuff that was going on here in just a second. But first... I gotta tell you about Prize Picks because we're all college fanatics. I doubt you've heard of Prize Picks, but if you listen to this podcast it's for the first time, we're gonna tell you about it. It's the daily fantasy made easy. I love it, and you love it too. NFL fantasy is great, but we're all college football fans. And that's why Prize Picks is the leader in college sports daily fantasy. They offer more college football props than anyone in the world and offer all the all-star players and all the power five, as well as mid-major players, that maybe you haven't even heard of. And entries can be made up into sixty seconds or less. So it's really easy to deal with, and also it's safe and fast, and offers fast withdrawals with Prize Picks. So don't hesitate. Check out PrizePicks.com, or go to your app store and download the app today. But Prize Picks is the daily fantasy made easy. And all of you that join today, you can use promo code on and you'll receive 100% instant deposit up to $100 match at PrizePicks.com. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. We're going to dive into the Razorback offense and how they really looked as far as the box score goes here in just a second. But first, I want to tell you about Sweat Block and how it is the doctor-created, doctor-recommended antiperspirant and it's the currently this is the big thing number one in amazon antiperspirant category also manufactured in the united states listen we all have a lot of stuff that goes on in our lives as guys and how annoying and embarrassing is it that when we're outside going tailgating, walking around in our nice new razorback shirt, that sweat is just taking over our shirt. Looks like we just got out of the shower. It's embarrassing. Nobody wants to be that guy. You know, nobody no girl wants to come up and take pictures with the guy that's sweating all the time. Sweat Block is what's going to help you out with that. It's stronger and more effective than most clinical antiperspirants. You simply apply it before night a half, uh, bedtime, go to bed, and the next morning you wake up, wash and go about your day without having to worry about sweat guaranteed it's the best thing to do so if you or someone you love is dealing with this you have to check out sweat block get it today for 20 percent off at sweatblock.com using promo code locked on or at amazon or at cvs with sweat block be sure to check it out so the arkansas offense uh you know it's we know that it's capable of putting up major numbers and points i mean for crying out loud arkansas is averaging around 42 points per game in the first three games who would have thought that was possible? How many times have they scored forty points in a game? Period. Over the past four years, they've done it in three games. So the offense is really looking effective. And of course, KJ Jefferson. This is what I, the biggest thing I wanted to see in this game uh, before it started was KJ Jefferson passing the ball. Not because I I wasn't a KJ Jefferson believer or that I felt like you know he he needed to show me more for me to believe that he was QB one. Had nothing to do with that. What it had to do with the fact is is I wanted, when you're going into SEC play, and especially when you're going into the game against Texas A&M this weekend, I wanted to give Texas A&M something to think about. I wanted them to be able to plan for Arkansas and game plan for Arkansas and not just say, all right, well, all this team can do is run. That's their strength. So we're going to stop that up front and force them to pass. And who knows? Maybe they'll still do that to a little bit. But – the reason I didn't want that or AM to do that is because we know that Arkansas can really establish themselves with the run, which opens up the pass, not the pass opening up the run. We know that that's kind of how they're built. So in order to not get off to those slow starts against AM or anything like that, you want to make sure if you're Arkansas to establish that run and showcase your running backs and, and get them going early, especially against a team like Texas A&M. So the fact that K.J. Jefferson was able to open up the passing game a little bit was great. And not only did he throw for 366 yards, but no touchdowns and zero interceptions. He had some deep bombs. And that's the biggest thing, too, is it's one thing to be able to throw some of these passes, but to have deep bombs, deep threats, because AM's now going to have to look at it and say, well, we can't let Tyson Morris get behind us, or we can't let Traylon Burks get behind us because uh, they'll make us pay, and this guy's got a cannon for an arm, uh, we're, we can't allow that to happen, which, once again, opens up the running game. So I was really impressed by KJ. He wasn't accurate uh, completely in the beginning of the game. I don't know. Again, it could have been slow starts or whatnot. It wasn't like he was completely accurate at the get-go. But what it was really impressive is the fact that in the second half, he really threw some beautiful passes. And, like, for instance, the one catch by Warren Thompson, that was 60-yard touchdown, uh, the Florida State transfer. I mean, you could not have thrown the ball any better than what he did to Warren Thompson. I mean, just hit him right in the breadbasket. He had beaten his man, hit him right in the pocket, and then he went in for a touchdown. So, you know, to see him get involved and to see that threat be implemented against Georgia Southern is what's really going to help out Arkansas's offense. And Because the rushing attack, man, these running backs, I don't know who's the best of them. I don't know if they're all four going to be able to – you know, balance the the offense the way they want to. But it's like Dominic Johnson's a force. That dude's a big old dude, and he's great. He's great at pass protection and blocking. Rocket Sanders seems to be, at least to me, uh, the overall running back that has kind of power and speed and agility. He seems like he has maybe the most upside because of all those facts. But Traylon Smith's got the experience, the scat back, the guy that's able to, to make plays. And A.J. Green's got the breakaway speed. It's just like you got these running backs that you're so like, man, I don't care who gets the ball because I'm feeling good about it. I don't care if it's uh, Dominic Johnson, Traylon Smith, Rocket Sanders, A.J. Green, doesn't matter because I'm going to feel good about it. And when you have four running backs, not to mention that you also have K.J. Jefferson who can showcases his ability to run when he needs to, that's dangerous, and that can wear down a defense. So Arkansas's offense really has it going right now. Hopefully they continue to keep it going right now. And we know that AM is going to be a, a nice little test for him as well. But good, good, good performance against Georgia Southern over the weekend. And we're going to talk about the Razorback defense here in just a second. But I'm going to tell you about Bilt Bar in this week, limited time. You have the flavor of the cookie dough chunk, which is my favorite. I love cookie dough. I love chocolate chip cookie dough. Cookie dough chunk is going to be definitely the one I get. But they have a lot of different flavors to choose from. It's really easy and convenient to eat. 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar. It, it doesn't get any better than what Built Bar does for you. It's easy. It's fast and convenient. You can eat it right before you need your biggest boost of energy. You can eat it after a workout. Whatever it may be, that's what you need to check it out at BuiltBar.com. If you use promo code lock 15 You'll get 15% off your first order. Again, use promo code locks 15 for 15% off your first order at BuiltBar.com. You are locked on Razorbacks for daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. All right, looking at the Razorback defense here for just a little bit. And, you know, I don't know what else can be said about this Razorback defense. They're strong. They're physical. They're talented. You just don't you don't run the ball very effectively against them. They keep people in check. Whether it's a bad team or not that Arkansas play, this defense sets the tone for this entire team. If you look at just some of the stats. Georgia Southern only had two hundred and thirty five total yards. Two hundred and thirty-five total yards. 154 yards rushing, which like 75 of those yards came on one play, which was a breakdown that led to the only touchdown that Georgia Southern scored. But, I mean, you're talking about if you take away that one play, the total yardage for Georgia Southern would have been roughly around 160 yards. That one play, if you take that away, 160 yards. Incredible performance by the Razorback defense. They were able to do a good job on third down efficiency. They held them to five of eighteen conversion rate on that as well. Uh, r- yards per rush, as far as uh, how Georgia Southern went, four point four yards. They were known for a rushing team, and that also had and, and during a time where they didn't even turn the ball over. There was not a single turnover in this game, and which is really impressive by Arkansas, but also really impressive in the fact that it wasn't like Arkansas, you know, got some breaks defensively that opened up the offense, and, and they, you know it was all done as far as a clean game goes. Penalties were a little bit, but clean game, for the most part, that was able to also show why this Razorback defense is something special. I mean, Arkansas covered the spread defensively. That was one of the main reasons they did it. George Sutton scored 10 points in the second quarter, and that was it. That was it. And we know that they have a lot of different elements to their game defensively that's able to put them in that position. Like, this defensive line for Arkansas is, is going to need to start getting the credit that it's due. They're not going to always make sacks and everything, but they clog they clog up that offensive line, which alleviates the linebackers in order for them to make plays. Like John Ridgeway up front is getting two guys on him. You know, Utzi's getting after guys. Isaiah Nichols is getting after guys. You know, Trey Williams is getting after guys. Like they're they're having to respect these guys enough to where they have to be able to block them. They can't shed the block or anything. They have to focus on them. Which by when that happens. That opens up those linebackers like Grant Morgan, Bumperpool, and Hayden Henry. And when they open up, they're able to make plays in the backfield. They're able to get the hits in the backfield. They're able to go right into those holes and be able to stop the running back behind the line of scrimmage. And so that defensive seven of Arkansas is so physical and so dominant, it can be kind of problematic for a lot of these teams. And that's not even mentioning the secondary, which I still think this is one of the best secondaries Arkansas has had in quite some time. We know Jalen Catalan's incredible. Joe Fouché has been good as well. Darius Bishop's had his moments too. Like this defensive unit may not have a plethora of NFL players on it, but they're just sound. They're fundamental. They're strong. They're physical. They're able to get it done. So it's like just being able to see how this defense works, you can see that it's a formula that's effective and will be in the SEC. It's not to say that they won't have breakdowns. It's not to say that teams that maybe have uh, strong passing games going up against Arkansas won't, str- won't have them struggle. Like it- It's none of those things. It's just a matter of looking at what they're doing, how they're doing it with the guys that they're doing it with. It makes you feel like no matter what, you're not going to get blown out in games. No matter what, you're not going to have the other team, the opposing offense, just nickel and dime it down the field and you know just make it look easy. Any offense that's going to go up against this Razorback defense is going to have to earn every single snap. They're going to have to earn every single play. And this next test against Texas A&M is going to be interesting. Texas A&M's defense is really good, but their offense is not so, not too great. So if Arkansas's defense can take advantage of that and stifle that A&M offense, I don't care how good Texas A&M's defense is. I'm going to like Arkansas in that matchup. Arkansas's offense versus Texas A&M's defense may be a little dicey, but Arkansas's defense against A&M's offense, I'm taking Arkansas all day long, and twice on Sunday. And if they're able to hold them in check, keep them like down like they have been able to do to all these other teams that they've played as well, get after the quarterback, stop the run, get some three-and-out situations, that Razorback team against A&M, they're going to leave Arlington with their first win over A&M since 2011. Guarantee. Put some money on it. I don't care what you do. Just know that that's how I'm confident I'm feeling about this. Appreciate everybody listening into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Buzz John Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you there. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.